Welcome to Crazy Simple. I'm your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. And we're two therapists in Texas. Life is complicated. We're here to try to make it a bit more simple because sometimes the solution to our problems is crazy simple. So relax, have a laugh, and enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Crazy Simple. I am your co-host, Dr. Christopher Taylor. And I am Lori Van. I got it right that time, Lori. You did. Very good. Uh, so welcome to our second episode. Uh, last week, if you joined us, we talked a little bit about you uh, and your mental health. And today we're going to focus on your uh, significant other's mental health uh, with this big question. Are you with someone that may be crazy? Oof, that's a big question. Mm. So what do you think, Laura? Are you with somebody that's crazy? Thankfully, I don't believe so. I think husband's pretty darn stable. Um, he, he is a very calming person but have I been around some people that have been unstable Mm, yes yes you know there you know there's always some of those family members you sort of like raise the eyebrow or you know definitely some uh, acquaintances and friends along the way but makes life more interesting it does make it a little bit more exciting doesn't it all right well before we get into that we're going to talk a little bit about what's in the mental health news So the Mental Health for America Foundation uh, released a wonderful article recently called Relationships and Community Statistics, uh, which is really fascinating, basically stating that people who are more socially connected to family, friends, or their community are happier, physically healthier, live longer, and have fewer mental health problems than people who are less well connected yeah fully agree the people you surround yourself with absolutely have an impact on your own mental and physical well-being and financially too (laughs) well that's bad news for me (laughs) i like to be alone a lot so that's bad news for me so what do you think? Does this mean that introverts, um, and I am an introvert if you don't believe that, even if you don't, it's true, I am. But uh, I know, it doesn't seem like it, but I am. Okay. Um, this is all like, you know, this is like acting, right? This it's the, it's the mask. Yes, the mask, yes. Uh, but no, I am very much an introvert. I love being alone. Uh, I try at least once a year to go to my cabin in the woods by myself for a week. Do you um, write a manifesto? You know, on a typewriter, in point <laughs> of fact, yes, I do. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, so, you know, I like to be alone. So what do you think? Does that mean that introverts are less likely to be happy? Not necessarily. I think it's balance in everything. So, I mean, with clients, I talk about the trifecta of self-care, which the primary parts are sleep, exercise, nutrition, but there's two little balancing pieces of social and spiritual that go with it. And so even if someone is more introverted, we have this longing for human contact. Some people just need more than others, and that's fine, Mm -hmm. as long as it's not codependent. But we do have a craving to be around others, so I don't think introverts are just completely don't want to be around anyone at all. It might just be more quality time one-on-one with individuals versus a big group. I totally agree with you. In fact, the study goes on to say that it's not the number of friends 
or whether or not you are in a committed relationship so much as the quality of your close friendships that matter the most, specifically uh, ensuring that you're not living in conflict within a toxic relationship. Uh, and, and it goes on to say that, that they discovered that living in a toxic relationship is more damaging than being alone. Absolutely agree with that one. Uh, it's, I mean, no one likes to be alone, especially if you would rather be with a significant other or have friends in your life. But there is something to be said of chaos in your life is not a good option either. And I have a lot of individuals I've encountered that they go, well, but if I let go of this friend group, even though I know I know mentally they are not healthy for me, that they create a lot of drama, but then I'm going to be alone and that's uncomfortable. So they will continue to settle instead of taking that awkward transition that happens where you move from one group and you make sure you're getting your healthy act going on, get healthier, and then you start to attract healthier people into your life. It's it's why I say is healthy attracts healthy and unhealthy will always attract unhealthy. Yeah. Well said. So that's the news. Uh, it's a little crazy, but what do you think is a crazy simple solution for that? Well, if you suspect that you may be in a group where either you're the healthiest of the individuals or that you just are tired of a lot of the drama, it may be time to go speak with someone about what are your options? How do you make sure that your your perception of things is really like on target? And how do you make sure that you're becoming the healthiest version of yourself? And that's where having someone that is not a friend or a family member, someone that's truly unbiased, can serve you well with that. Well said. Well said. I don't have anything to add to that because that's about as simple as it gets. So that's great. All right, moving on. Our topic today is what, Lori? It is how do you know if you are with someone that's, well, crazy? Ooh, that's a big question. So if you're listening to this, you're probably interested because you're like, oh, man, am I with somebody who's crazy? You might want to know that. I think the big buzzword right now in, in social media, and TikTok specifically, is am I with a narcissist? Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yep. Right? The answer is probably no. Uh why? Because only 5% of the population it really qualifies as a narcissist. So it's, it's probably a no. Um, uh, same thing is why you probably don't have ADHD as well. Because it's like massively overdiagnosed. Yes. Uh, and also probably why you're not with someone who's crazy. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the letdown. But the answer is probably yeah. no. So not going to end up on some talk show, most likely. I don't know. I like those talk shows, though. I wish I had time to watch them. Well, I mean, Springer's no longer with us, so I'm not. I'm not really sure who fills the gap Ooh, now. Stumbled on Night Court the other day. That's just <laughs> some fun stuff right there. Classic stuff. That's a drama right there. All right. So what are what are we looking for? If we're talking about, am I with somebody who's crazy? And, and by the way, we're not talking about necessarily your spouse or significant other. It could be a friend group. It could be an, an, an employee-employer relationship. It could be a co-worker relationship. Uh, you know, so what are these sort of like signs that we're looking for? 
Well, I think it, it is important to differentiate, you know, that term crazy, which actually is not a diagnosable term, just as reference there, that is not. not actually in the DSM. Not. It is not. Are you sure? I am really okay. pretty sure about that. Well, you're they, smarter than me, so <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. So they, they referred to it in other more clinical terms, but it's it's more important to understand, are you with someone that's a healthy individual? And that's everything from, well, one, I mean, are they respectful of you? Because to me, that's an absolute, like that's a, there's no compromise on it. If you're with someone that's disrespectful, then you really need to step back and assess that relationship. Are you with someone that seems to be selfish? It's all about them always that it's a one-sided conditional relationship doesn't mean that they're crazy it just means that they're maybe not the healthiest cookie to be around and if they do some odd unusual behaviors again doesn't necessarily mean that they are clinically unstable it could be that they have some OCD or that they have some phobias or that they have some kind of trauma response and just because you've experienced trauma does not mean that you're crazy. That is true. It does not. Uh, um, but I am curious. So, which which cookie do you think is the craziest? <laughs> like, which one do you think is the craziest cookie? You think it's the macadamia nut cookie? You know what? What the would be? Con Sandy. Mm. Well, it depends if you're qualifying it on the I mean, size of the nut I itself think, or the number of of types of nuts. Yeah, might have to do some sampling of that, actually. I'm going to go with uh, macadamia nut cookie being the craziest of the cookies, whereas, like, the chocolate chip is probably, like, just, like, the standard cookie, or maybe the, the sugar cookie. Anyways, yeah. uh, or the snickerdoodle. Mm. Well, there's some complications with that, because you got a lot of flavors going on. But it's underrated. Anyways, uh, moving on. So these are some of the signs that we can look for, right, if, if we're with somebody who might be having a hard time. So let's say, okay, let's say we're in this relationship when we determine that it's somewhat toxic, you know, that it's not healthy for us. What do we, what do we do? What are our next steps? Well, it's, I would say possibly not going to your friends and family if you have those concerns because they are well-meaning. They really are, but they are not unbiased. They love you. They care about you. They want, hopefully, you know, they want all of those things. Uh, they want the best for you, that they really do uh, come from a place of love. But we also know friends and family can be very biased, and sometimes they don't have our best interest in mind, and that they might provide information that is not accurate, especially if they don't want you to be with someone because they have another ulterior motive themselves. So the, the simple answer is go find someone that is a totally un biased neutral party to talk with that can bring up some questions for you to consider and also maybe provide you some articles or research or something for you to evaluate the situation yeah i think that's great and and really there's never a, a wrong time to to seek out professional help um you know i think the, the worst thing we can do is wait till it's too late so you know, if you if you're in a place with your significant other, your spouse, your long-term friend, friend group, um, you know it's okay to, to chat with a therapist. Therapy is not just for individual counseling at all. 
Uh, it is for couples. I have worked personally with lots of couples. I have worked with um, uh, family members, like uh, adult sisters that wanted to figure out stuff in their life. Um, you know, father-son dynamics uh, in their adult life. Uh, you know, so family counseling is a real thing. Working together with your friends is a real thing. So uh, we're not definitely not saying that everybody needs it, and you don't need it with every friend group just because, you know, so and so was always late to your to your lunch date, right? Uh, but I think we can definitely learn a lot in the way of strengthening the relationship, um, learning to process through some of the issues, the emotional struggles, being able to communicate better your expectations, your feelings, your needs. Because uh, so often it's really just that the crazy simple solution is that they just didn't know that you needed that. You know? And you might be saying it, you might be screaming it, but maybe you're saying it in a way that they just don't understand. So, Anyways, some final thoughts, Lori? Well, it, you know what? If you find yourself in an unhealthy situation, it, don't beat yourself up for it. And also don't beat them up for it because we go with what we know. We go with what's been role modeled to us. And it's not like they really teach this in school. So where else are you going to get the information other than talking with people that are specifically trained in these areas? But if you're not comfortable with the counseling part, then there are legitimate coaches out there that, I mean, athletes get coaches. So why not have a, you know, you can have a coach for your life as well. Absolutely. And uh, just remember, you're not alone. You're struggling the same as everybody else. Uh, we're all struggling, and we're just kind of struggling together. So it's okay to feel how you feel, and it's okay to be where you are. Uh, and with that, uh, that's our show. This has been uh, Crazy Simple. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.